We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 142 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be here on another beautiful Friday evening, joining you from Orange County, California. I'm all moved into our new place. As you can see, there's boxes behind me, and uh, I thought I was going to be on the laptop tonight, but I got the computer set up at the last moment. It's all... It's all kind of goofed up and nothing is really working like it should be, but I'm here. I'm happy to be here, and uh, not only am I joined by two of my favorite people, but we have a special guest for you guys tonight, which who I will introduce in uh, just a moment. But first, Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. You know, I find that a lot of the times I say, wow, what a week. It was ridiculous. Work sucked and everything. I don't know how it <laughs> happened, but I feel like we just did the show yesterday. Like my week flew past. I couldn't believe yesterday we were chatting and we realized it was Thursday, which was strange. And so, yeah, it just it flew by and I'm stoked to be here again. I'm so jealous. It was like I, I saw that yesterday and it was like I, I can't tell if it was like, oh, it's it's finally Friday or like it's only Friday. Like it's just it, it, the time has been so weird this week. And, but anyways, well. I'm I'm glad that your week went by quickly, and Friday <laughs> night, of course, is, is the best night of the week. Um, Schmoopy Daddy, welcome back. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. Brand new setup. I don't sound like I'm from an acceptable tin can anymore. No, I'm, you sound I, great. I'm right? hopefully a little bit clearer, and uh, and hopefully you're not too disappointed by my voice. <laughs> I have to use it a lot. Yeah, um, now you're gonna have to like sing something. <laughs> I guess uh, part of that, um, part of that conversation on Thursday was me clarifying that we thought it was in fact Thursday and not Friday because it was unclear if like <laughs> we, <laughs> the way things were going, if 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 everyone was on page that it was in fact Thursday and the show wasn't that night. Um, I know for me, my grades were due um, on Wednesday, so my week kind of built up until Wednesday. And then it was like, all right, well, let's just write off Thursday and Friday. Like, we'll just keep doing whatever we're doing in class. But, like, that was the big deadline for me. So, like, um, it is frigid cold here where I am in uh, the tri-state area of upstate New York. So, um, glad it's better for you guys. And I'm really excited to talk to tonight's uh, guests because they share a passion for a deck I also enjoy. Yeah, I'm really excited. This was this is kind of a last minute addition, but I'm really really excited here. So so without further ado, let me introduce a very special guest, uh, Italian PhD in electrical engineer, super nerd, two times dad, and Hearthstone wild player. Welcome to the show, Robot Killer. How are you tonight? Hey, everyone. Yeah, doing great. Uh, I'm happy to be part of this show. I've been uh, following you guys for a while, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, has been a very cold uh, week uh, in Texas, where I'm here. It's super cold, it was snowy and crazy weather, but uh, things are trending better since yesterday, so I'm happy about that. And uh, I'm glad to be here and uh, talk about uh, a little bit about Wild Erson tonight. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um... For so so typically when we have a guest on we'll do like a, a brief interview just so that uh, whoever's watching or listening gets is familiar with uh, who who the guest is if if they aren't already and so 
For the people who may not know you yet, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just as much or as little as you're willing to share. You don't have to share anything personal, but but like how long you've been playing Hearthstone? Um, why, why do you enjoy the wild format? Uh, do you play any other games? Anything else you want to share? Yeah, I mean, very happy to share. So I started the Hearthstone uh, to play about, uh, I think the ground tournament is where I started to play. Uh, so a while ago. But uh, I actually start, and this is uh, my second card collective game. I started playing Magic when I was a kid, and then I left it over because it was too expensive. And, uh, and it was young, so no money to buy expensive cards. And I picked it up again uh, when I was doing my PhD at that, and moved in the US with Hearthstone during the Grand Tournament. And I started as an arena player. So what my account actually, I was playing on all the three regions and just playing arena constantly um, for most of the time. I didn't care about standard. I think uh, I didn't uh, hit legend in either standard or wild until probably uh, three, three years ago. So before I was just doing mostly arena and just uh, having fun on that. But then I, I decided to play a little bit more competitive and I, I think it happened at the time where the demo, uh, the Demon Hunter class came out. Um, everyone was kind of like saying, oh, it's broken, it's broken, this, this thing is broken. And they say, oh, let me see, what does it mean that something is broken? And I, I really put the volume in and without any multiplier or anything, I hit legend with it for the first time. And I think I, I never went past gold before that and oh wow before, and, bef awesome. and, and before i was like just uh, you know before that was the gold or platinum or whatever yeah. system i think i never went above like rank 15 because i was just doing arenas and and so on so yeah um and because of that i've been mostly playing all the server all the time and trying to eat legend on every server um constantly i don't go for high legend now i'm very busy. I did uh, for a little bit, but now I have kids and everything. So I just like uh, to enjoy the game and grind on 10x and have fun with that. So that's what I've been doing. Well, you're you're in good company tonight. I think uh, we're we're kind of all in the same boat. Uh, we've we, we've all got kids and, and kind of limited time. Play play when we can, and um, I think are are all sitting in the 10x club this month as well. <laughs> Nerd dads, you're amongst the nerd dads. Yes, that's right. Well, there is. I think there is like the dad legend that is kind of like Diamond Five, and then there is yeah. the grandy the grandy dad legend that is the like low MMR. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, one question that we typically ask everybody: so when you come on, uh, how did you choose your your username? Where did you come up with Robot Killer? Oh yeah, that's that's a very good point. So I think this came out when I was doing my PhD and I don't know what happened when I opened my Arston account at that time. I think uh, if, I don't know if I was drunk or under, <laughs> <laughs> under something. <laughs> I think that was the, I tried the several one and you know, I say, oh, this is already used. You cannot use this, you cannot use this. And, yeah, I, yeah. and, and I, I was studying engineering and uh, robotics uh, and uh, i'm gonna put a robot in there 
and I don't know why the killer came out from, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's totally random. Um, I wish I could have changed it, but there was no way, so I left it. And I'm not going to change it anymore, I guess. No, yeah, once you've, you've had it for so long, it just seems like it's a part of you at this point. I've had this yeah, it's, name. That it's part I've of me. Had. It's mine, and I love it. Yeah, the name that I've had that I have right now, I made on Battle.net back in like 1999. So I still have the same one. <laughs> There's no point in ever changing it. Were you a Zerg player? Yes. Yes, very okay. much so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To answer a question before, uh, I, was, I played a lot of StarCraft too. Nice. Yeah. So along, and when I was in high school, like. Yeah. yeah. StarCraft's amazing. I still, I still do some time, but I'm not any more capable. No, I, 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 I don't play like competitively by any means. A couple of years ago, I decided to play the original StarCraft through uh, and play Brood War again just for fun. Just yeah, for fun. Same. It's a cool story. There's so many games and not enough time. It's so hard. It's like you, you got to pick one and I don't know. Oh, I know. No, don't, don't touch StarCraft. It's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't touch it again until there's StarCraft 3, but... Anyways, so let's move on with the show. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain to you how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash borntobewildhs. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps wherever you are watching listening or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today thank you yes you <laughs> you're getting really good at that <laughs> hey thank you shoes. i mean those right. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great um yeah before we get started into the main topic of tonight's show i did want to say a quick but very important thank you um to our uh well, first of all, to Shokunin, the uh, patron saint of Wild and, and our uh, executive producer here, thank you so much for your support. Um, it, it means the world to us, and uh, we've got some new artwork on the way. Very excited to see it. It should be uh, in this next week, um, over the next few days, I believe, it should be finished. And, and that's uh, it, it'll be really exciting. Also, big big shout out to um, Armorn and our other patrons. Uh, thank you very much for your support. Um, if you enjoy the content that we make and you're, and you're interested in supporting us, there's a few ways that you can do that. Uh, some are free. If you like, comment, subscribe to our stuff on YouTube. That helps people find us. Same thing with the podcast apps. If you uh, leave reviews or, or comments or anything like that. Um, if uh, you're someone who uses Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that you can unlock. Some are free, uh, absolutely free, just by following. Some you can get by um, subscribing, which also happens to be free if you have Amazon Prime and you want to use it. Otherwise, you can pay. Uh, totally up to you. Um, if you're interested in supporting the show financially, we do have some merchandise that's available from our website, borntobewildhs.com, uh, and a Patreon that you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, and any money that we get just goes straight back into the show. Uh, if you're interested in interacting with us personally, uh, we do have a Discord channel. It's uh, an online community full of friends that we've made from all across the whole world. Super fun to hang out. Um, we uh, we share deck lists and, and, and chat, share some real life stuff. Uh, and and it's turning into tradition. Uh, <laughs> we we do have a channel for funny usernames that we come across when we're playing games and take screenshots and share them. And lately, we've we've kind of been looking at the past week and seeing what funny ones uh, 
were there over the past week. So so since we're doing it, um, over over this past week, uh, let me pull it up real quick here. We uh, <laughs> we we have. Um, Wow. Yeah. See, so, some of these are, uh, <laughs> you're not safe for work. Then, like, <laughs> you post them. You're like, oh, I'll this here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, this episode is dedicated to, uh, spank you pan frying Nemo booty bandit, uh, <laughs> Hulk's blunt roll meatball sub, Dr. Strange. Uh, I like water and your mom is hot. <laughs> Oh jeez, that's it's fun. That's silly stuff. And uh, anyways, I'm excited though. We we share deck lists and stuff in here. And um, if if one of us comes across a list that either we're playing or we find online, we'll like paste it into into here. And I've been comp- I've been collecting Death Knight lists. Right, I, I'm trying to get Death Knight wins and trying to compare lists and see what I like. And so I've been posting a bunch of Death Knight lists lately in in that channel. And so. Uh, um looking forward to playing a lot of death knight this month uh i was able to reach my my goal i hit legend with mage last month so my the only class left i have to hit legend with is is death knight and so um that is that that's that's my goal now uh good or bad i'm gonna do my best to to use that this month so i guess we'll see um which which brings me to uh you know how everybody's week was and, and i'll start real briefly um so i i finished up last season around le- rank 600 ish legend and unfortunately it was not quite good enough to keep my 11x i fell back to 10 rip oh. uh, but like i spent all weekend moving uh so saturday morning got the u-haul emptied out the storage unit it took like all day um, and then all day Sunday, the next day, I got another U-Haul and, and got all of the stuff out of my parents' house and moved it into our new place. Um, so everything is still in boxes and then I had to work all week. And so it's just been crazy. I, I didn't have barely any time to play. I played some on the, on the iPad, um, but not like as the month was, was rolling over. Was like I just did not have time to try to improve my rank at all, and I just decayed into it. So I'm in the ten, I'm in the ten X club, and uh, oh my goodness! Well, I'm used to starting off the month against all these like tryharders with with the tier one decks, and the ten X climb is so different because all I'm facing off against is like it a bunch of big priests and like mm. random. Uh, random like Reno decks, Reno Priest and Reno Mage and Mildruid. Mildruid, yes. Oh my gosh, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, so I, I was like, I might have to play aggro after all. I don't know, but but anyways, I'm excited to be here. Excited to be in our new place finally. It's it's been long, uh, long in the works, and so I'm really happy that that we're here. It's probably going to take a little bit to. Um, to get everything kind of unboxed and stuff. But my goal for the weekend is to get the desk set up, get the computer all set up and running. I still have old episodes that need to be edited and posted because I my computer's been in a like packed up for the past like week and a half. Yeah. And so uh but but that'll be good. I'm just looking forward to kind of getting back to like business as usual. So but but here we are. Um Friday night is the best night and and getting into the weekend and so uh yeah. Um, I did manage to to play some of the Wild Brawl scene, but we'll talk about that in in just a minute. 
Uh, but yeah, let me pass it over to you, Schmoopy Daddy. How how was your week? What have you been up to? My week was good. Um, I I won in THL again, which was neat. Uh, my my opponent brought spicy stuff, and I brought not spicy stuff. And so, oh, you mean and, person. <laughs> uh, well, I went one and six last season, so like I'm kind of like I was done getting like steamrolled, but like it was like secret mage, disco lock, uh, even shaman into aggro overload shaman. Um, Uther OTK Paladin <laughs> and like one, one oh, uh, oh, Caverns Below Rogue, but cute Caverns Below Rogue. It was like all zero drops. Wow. And so like I, I played all, all the decks on ladder, but at my particular um, MMR, they did not feel particularly playable. Yeah. But I could see where at like D5 or like a, a different kind of like MMR, they were playable with like a little bit of like tweaking and a little mm-hmm. bit of love like I, I i appreciated the spice i wish i had brought spicier lists um hit legend day one on wednesday so i, I kept my streak going uh, I, I still how, to see. how do you do that that's like, a weekday i'm so don't confused you have to, don't you have to work i i do but i have preps so like i can like i can jam in games here or there and again like the power of mobile right like one of the amazing things about hearthstone is if you're not addicted to your deck tracker um you can play it everywhere and you can play it especially if you're doing aggro decks um uh, this month was tough my grind was felt like a grind there are some months that i have where i've played like 37 games and i have like seven losses yeah. Uh, and I started this month at two and six and I started playing thinking I would play discard warlock and just like ride that up because it's broken. Mm-hmm. And I played the mirror and lost. I was playing favorables and losing. And so um, eventually I went back to my tried and true, true. Um, even shaman and just drooled my way to kind of D one. <laughs> and then I had always planned to hit D five and then swap over to a deck that is a little bit more control based that farms aggro and i haven't hit legend with dead knight death knight yet at, at the time and so i was like well i'm just gonna use my blood death knight list that i have set up to do this sort of thing and sort of inspired by robot killer who eventually we're gonna you know not to spoil too much but we're gonna we're gonna interview um at d1 i was finally convinced that i was seeing like bots that were just rolling their faces on the keyboard and playing like Pirate Rogue and even Shaman and some Shadow Priest mixed in and played Death Knight, played some unfavorables, played some really suspect, uh, turned out to be favorables like Discard Warlock or like Combo Discard or like some like kind of spooky matchups. Went six and two and punched it in with Blood Death Knight. And so um, that's going to be, uh, uh, you know, a, a fun discussion point tonight, but that was, that's basically been my week. I'm, I'm sitting on 620 exactly death Knight wins. Ooh. I'm hoping this month that we make it 800 or more and, and, and just go from there. That's, that's basically been my week. Very, very cool. Very All nice. right. Hydra, what about you? Yeah. How, how was your week? Oh, pretty good. Um, 10 X club here as well, but, um, it's not like I lost anything because I just, that's, I mean, I'm not in 11x. I never have been. Don't know if I ever will. Maybe one day, but uh, always happy to see the 10x. It's a decent enough ride. I mean, it sucks once you get to Diamond 5 and no more 
<laughs> stars anymore, but whatever. That's how it is. Um, and so then last week we were talking about the Walloper deck, right? And so at the start of the season, this season, I decided just to, to give it a whirl. I know there's been different revisions and stuff coming in and out. I played a dozen games with it. Um, and it's funny, actually, I played a couple games in casual first just to see, like, feel it out. And I think I lost both of them. And I was like, <laughs> oh, crap. I'm like, you know what? I may as well just play on ladder because I'm not getting anything towards my dailies. Like, if I need to win or whatever, right? You know, get the five wins. So, switched over to ladder. And then I actually did pretty good. I went eight and four. So, this is... Solid. You said like Walloper, but this is like this is Outcast Demon Hunter, yeah. Like, yeah, it's the out, uh, Outcast deck, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I I heard it's good. I played a couple of games of it in casual, and it looks really fun. But it, it takes a minute to like learn how to play it. Um, it does. I'm not fully sure about the Mulligan. I like if you end up with Walloper like in your opening hand, it just lives on the left, and that you can't. Um, discard right like it's just um, or outcast i mean and it just sits there and it takes up that spot and uh, which can be kind of annoying like it's kind of neat to have that card because it'll go off right you could play it early but it just sits on the left hand side and it kind of just messes with it so i've been pitching it back instead and that seems to work but um <laughs> <laughs> it's but then sometimes it comes back anyway because you got two in the deck right and that's a bit of a bummer, but I've I've enjoyed it. I'm not fully sure. Like I haven't watched anybody else play it, so I just been going off, uh, you know, on my own. It's the it's the Naga list. So I heard uh, I heard Corb is playing a lot of it. So if you check out Corbett's uh, vods or or whatever, and um... Copper Scum too. Copper Scum is like top thirty EU playing it. Ooh. Um. And he's like between him and Corbett, you see a lot of people kind of refine. Uh, uh, but those two people are mostly the ones refining it because it's kind of like the hipster deck. That's yeah. like good, but good, but like maybe a step slow. It can beat Disco. It can beat Pillager. So like if it I can beat Disco with that, it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if you can live in that space, like it's all right. Um, but like you were saying, like it, it, what's interesting is like they're they're kind of trying to combine the two archetypes that have come out, which was like the whole like uh, empty hand refill DH as well as the outcast DH, which has gotten support. So there's it's really a lot of draw. Well, it's a lot of draw, and it's a lot of like hand space management, mm-hmm. and so like it's really it's really interesting and like rewarding to play well. But it can also feel frustrating because you can get some things that are just unmanageable. Oh, yeah. So it, it's it's definitely never going to be top tier, but like there's a chance that it's going to be very playable and like a like a low tier one deck. But like it's never going to be S tier because there's always going to be that kind of factor holding it back. I find. I love duplicating the Wallopers when you already have them down to zero and you can have four yeah, in your hand. Awesome. It's just yeah. It's uh, awesome. And the and the the new dual tribe tag on. Um, on the, the Murloc. Murloc, yeah. Murlocula, is that what it's called? No. No, uh, not that uh, one. The, um, oh, is it Metamorphin? Metamorphin, yeah. Yeah, yeah making, it, making it a demon now is, like, game-changing because Philosophy is also a fell spell. So what is it? You you, you copy it, and now it's it's no longer a 3-4. Now it's a 4-5, a 1-mana 4-5 you drop down. Yeah. 
it's gross. You can really vomit stats with this deck and empty your hand and then refill it and then empty it again. Yeah. And refill if you it can again. do that, like you don't always want to just have to save it for the, the walloper. If you can drop it on metamorphin, it's, it's great. Um, I found myself falling into the trap of wanting to save duplicating and, and plus one plus one plus one for the walloper, but no, you just play it when you can. That's where like the wretched exile too was like one of the cards that we were looking at that looked like straight trash when the set came out and is like actually pretty decent because most of the hits you get are playable and most of the hits you get are like helpful. So it's just like, well, I listen, I'm using one of my philosophies now. Maybe I'll get another philosophy later. And so like sometimes you just cycle cards. Yeah. Um, I know Corb is looking at cutting that card just because it's not consistent. It's but not. I've also seen people like Meowth get one over by it, where they're just like, well, this and this this adds extra value and like this helps get wallpers down to zero early. So it's it's um it's tricky. It's not it's not Apex's smuggler for Secret Mage, if you guys remember that card. Apex's smuggler? Or like Apex Smuggler, where it's like every time you play a secret, discover a spell. Oh. It was a very similar concept. You but would like, play that card. No, I didn't, because <laughs> I knew it was bad. I knew it was bad. Um, but Okay, Mr. Totem this, Golem. <laughs> this works better. I'm sorry, this, I couldn't help myself. This this works this works better because um this is discounting like your main win condition, which is the zero mana five fives that you make zero mana six sixes that you end up, you know, uh, putting down stupid early turn four, turn five, turn six. So, yeah, cool totally deck. Agree. Check it out. Try it out, especially if you need TH wins. By yeah. the way, the t- I wasn't referring to the real totem golem. I meant the one that gets the plus one plus one. If you know what I mean, <laughs> and turns into totem golem stats. Oh yeah. Okay uh yeah cool no i like it you know what i haven't um i haven't played a demon hunter deck that i've liked in a long time like when odd demon hunter was out like i was all over it but i haven't touched it since they gutted that and this is something that i can play again for dh so i i appreciate it really yeah yeah this should be this should be fun and there's a couple uh versions floating around yeah like i said i know corvette has been playing it um we have a couple of the lists i'll put them in the show notes and they're in our discord as well uh copper scum has one and ash has one and uh yeah well how about we hop into the news welcome to the news the news is so good I love that. Speaking of good, yeah, I, I love it too. Ro- I, I think we're going to talk about Robot Killers Week in just a moment. I think it's going to be the highlight of the show because uh, we're talking about our, our like you know the decks we've been playing. Like Robot Killers deck is the the highlight of of, of this week's show, and so we're going to jam through the news real quick, and then we'll focus on that for the rest of the show. Um, so I don't want everyone thinking we forgot about him. Um, but but there's a couple there's a couple wild specific news news items that we can touch on real quick. Yeah, sure. So uh, a golden wild bundle in the shop. If you want three golden legendaries and twenty golden wild packs, you can spend sixty nine ninety nine or seven thousand gold. Did any of you guys pick this up? Nope. Nope. You restrained yourself, Nate. I yeah. I mean, we just moved and and. <laughs> 
it costs a lot. You know, I mean, I the problem is last time there was one of these available because I'm a whale, right? And I buy the stuff. But last time there was one of these available, I bought it and I got like it, it was the worst cards. I got like golden Nat Pagel and golden Lorewalker Cho and golden like bad card, whatever it was. It was like tear the terrible cards. The worst cards? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I they think of a bad card, I'm sure it was what that's that's probably the third one. Um but uh it's just you know it's it's seventy dollars US. That's that's a I don't know. Yeah. There's also but I there's one other bundle, the wild bundle um is uh two legends and twenty-five packs for uh two thousand runestones or nineteen ninety-nine US. Much more which is not that's not bad. I, I actually think like if you're trying to build up a collection, um, that's not bad at all, right? Yeah. Uh, two two legends and twenty five packs for twenty bucks is less than a dollar a pack. And but here's here's what they do, right? It's the same thing with this and and the uh, the uh, heroic brawl brawlseum or whatever. They try to get you to like spend the money or spend the rune stones or spend all your gold like right before the mini set announcement, right? Um, I, I swear, like that's how it always works. That's how you know the mini set is is coming up soon. So they start launching yeah, bundles right. like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but but yeah, I do think legit the the wild bundle two two legends twenty five packs for twenty bucks is a really good deal if you need the cards. Um, I, I buy the bundles that come with the portraits and that are like standard packs because then and then just sit on them and save them for the new set. Um, so these ones I, I didn't because I have the cards, but not a bad deal. The golden one I'm going to avoid, as tempting as it is. Um, did any of you guys buy it? I, well, I feel like like wild packs especially are focused towards, like they make sense for such a very small niche of player. Like if you're going for a complete collection and you're missing a few pieces across Several different expansions, they make sense because mm-hmm. you kind of like fill in the gaps all at once. But other than that, like if you're a standard player and you're just like, I want to get into wild, I'll buy wild packs. Like that no. is a horrible idea. Build decks first, build coherent yeah. deck. Um, probably get the latest expansion cards and just dust from nerfs and stuff like that and, and, and build a deck from that. Um, as opposed to getting wild cards because. Whoa, baby. Um, now you're going to end up with a bunch of garbage, right? You're going mean, to end up with a bunch of trash from at like, least there's know, duplicate and... protection, though, right? So, yeah, that's but the, good. The, the problem is like if you if you dusted cards huge like huge from, from way back when, then then like it counts those as you getting them, yeah. so you're not going to re get them. I, I mean, the but I will say the pack to dust like or pack to dollar ratio is really good. Anytime you can get a pack for less than a dollar, I think is is good. I, I don't know what that translates to in Canada money. Um, the legendaries are, are like really suspect, right? Like you're not guaranteed to get like playable legendaries when you get these. Like you I'll can tell you what. get like Gazlo and um I think I got Marlorn or something last time. Yeah, right? sure. Right. So it's like it's like it's fun. Like if you're a memer, it's great. It's an awesome deal. Um, if you're looking to like try hard in the mode, it's not great. Rob actually you uh, ever spring for like for deals like these or not really? No. I mean, um actually I, I don't I think I almost have a full collection and uh, I don't care about these deals. 
At all. Well, you're playing on th all three servers too, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah, so I, I actually take care of um, only on NA. That's where I got my expansion. And in the other server, I just, uh, I'm fully free to play. But because I played for a long time, I managed to have uh, a almost complete wild collection for, nice. I would say, the card that, <laughs> the card that are played across, right? So I'm able to have uh, all the competitive decks from Reno to uh, any aggro I want. And basically I just dusting anything else that uh, is completely unplayable and doesn't make any sense. From yeah. common to rare, even epic, uh, I just dust everything else. Like, and uh, I'm able to maintain uh, competitive uh, across that. And also by playing a little bit of arena around and there and eating uh, a good average over there, let me maintain a good gold and make some gold progress across. Um, so that's another thing I'm doing. Nice. Nice. I yeah, unfortunately totally uh unfortunately these are not available with gold. It's you runestones yeah. or cash. Uh that's that's it. So um it's a little bit of a of a bummer. I might get the gold one on my main. Just because I wanna finish I wanna get some golden decks uh, mm. into my main account in a, in an A. So slippery it's, slope. Uh, <laughs> it's it's yeah, that's it's, um, it's kind of addicting, I'll tell you. Um I, I have a couple of gold decks and now I, I think I want my demon uh, like my dead knight gold. So Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so nice when you actually have it. Like once you get that first one, and then you go to play another deck and it's not all gold, you feel bad. <laughs> and then you oh, every coin pops, by the way. The one that and you have a platinum card in and you don't get the gold coin. It's yeah. so it's so, so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's because, nothing like you load up a deck and, and everything is gold except like one or two cards also. It's like, oh, all right. I got it. I'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, we mentioned uh, uh, the Heroic Brawliseum and that is live. Uh, there's five days left, I believe, as this recording is taking place. Have you guys dove into this yet? um i i have and yeah this one you can play with gold so you can pay uh money it's ten dollars us um or one thousand gold and so i paid the gold on on this one and um i just i just wanted to get the skin really i normally i don't play these but i wanted the skin really bad and i borrowed a uh triple unholy the the green um, death knight i got the list from baby bear and um, I haven't finished my run yet. I'm currently at five, five and one. Uh, I played on the iPad over my lunch break at work. I had an hour and I was like, oh, I'll just jam some games and see how it goes. And I'll play like fresh before everyone figures out like what the meta is or whatever. And wanted to play right away and uh, went three and one over my lunch break and got the skin and then went home and played a couple more games. And I'm at five and one right now. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll finish the run. I'm not going to do another one, but uh yeah, I, I, so I got the skin. I, I haven't, I usually play with the sound off, um, so I haven't heard the, the voice lines, but I heard they're good. Matt London says they're good. So, uh, Shmoopy, what, uh, what happened with you? I went three and three with Frost Death Knight, actually the list that you sent me. Oh, cool. I would, I would tweak it slightly. Um, that, that's the one, like, post-nerf. Post uh, yeah, but, but you know what? I got uh my three wins i got my portrait i feel like value for your first run if you hit three wins on your first run 
and you get the portrait plus mm -hmm. the other you know rewards that come um i have no real desire to do a second run except for maybe to try unholy death knight again um just just for fun because i've got a bunch of gold to burn because i don't spend the gold i just sort of sit on it and and hoard it and so a thousand gold is something that i can afford to spend on a, on a brawlicean um but no i i i i made a friend on my run who was just like wow you beat me good game can i nice. have your list and then, huh. wow, and then okay. kind of coached them a little bit, and then they got to their three wins, and they were done with the Brawliseum. <laughs> so, nice. like, you know, that's the that's kind of the goofy thing. It's like, like, there's diminishing returns to keep playing it, right? And I don't find standard particularly interesting, so I don't continue to want to play it. So, uh, just a quick update: Sheep um, went nine and three. So uh, nice, right? Nice. So that that's that's awesome. pretty impressive. Um, had, had to share that. Uh, I think he did two runs. There was a second run, so I don't see it um, in our in our chat from over the week. But uh, at least one of the runs Unholy, ended up right. Unholy Death Knight. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know the I don't know the exact list, but um, and there's there's a few running around that are all similar ish. But uh, nine and three is great. It, it feels bad because like you're just shy of one you know one win of, of that golden legendary, but but still you get your you get your gold's worth right. So. Very cool. Uh, Hyder, do you play it yet? Not yet. I'm on the fence of how I want to pay for it because I've discussed this before. I've sort of changed my approach when it comes to spending money on Hearthstone. I've been buying the mega bundle and uh, if I need to, the smaller bundle, and then I just buy the rest of the expansion with all my gold. So I'm trying to save my gold for that and i've stopped buying the skins right like there's a lot of skins on the reward track i've been getting but i like i have so many skins already like 20 for each class or most of the the older classes and uh, like you know i don't need to have them all anymore i would rather save my money and uh that kind of thing for actual cards so i'm trying to decide do I pitch the so in Canada, as you can see on the screen, it's twelve fifty instead of ten bucks. But uh, so it's either I, I I do that and I it's basically just for a skin. If I get a lot of wins, I get you know the return. I can actually get card packs worth it. So that's probably the way to go. To be honest, I I'd rather save my gold for packs in the end. So just basically haven't made the decision. Yesterday I was gonna play, but I just did ladder instead because I couldn't decide. Which way to do it? Yeah, You're robot killer, people, uh, right? Oh. Like it's, it's 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 it is a risk. Now that being said, you can probably pile it to three wins pretty easily, right? Like so, like you're basically looking at it as like value. If you value the skin, it's good. But like it's like I don't know, which I don't really. Yeah, so it's like eh. yeah, yeah. So for me, as I think I'm not buying in this game. So I don't, I saw some review when I, I saw like the, intro, like the re, there is not a real like introduction of the year when you like nothing crazy, nothing pops up. Like uh, I would love like to have a skin that uh, when you just start the game, uh, it will do something crazy with the board uh, or something nice, but there is not any fun animation. And uh, yes, the, 
I'm not like buying into the voice line. Actually, those things tilt me a lot. I usually squelch emo uh, any emotes like, because mm -hmm. I hate people that spam those things. So I usually don't care and just don't let anyone emote at me. You mean like and this? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. 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 It tilts a lot. And I avoid, <laughs> that's one thing I avoid. <laughs> so. So yeah, um, I'm not enjoying the mods, and I think I give more value to the hero power animation, or just whenever you start the game and things like that. And it doesn't seem like those are worth for me. Um, I mean, if I have to just wait for the sake of uh, playing standard, I, I play standard ladder. I think at the end it's the same. As as soon as you start hitting uh, six, seven wins, you're gonna start facing very good standard players that. Are yeah. or legend or in high MMR, so yeah, that's how I feel like. Right on. Yeah. Well, this is pretty funny. Speaking of the new skin, right? So um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just saw this earlier today, like right before the show. Uh, Matt London had had shared. So apparently, there's a bug in in the game right now. So the the new skin, Ghoul Queen Scarlet. If you equip that hero skin in wild and you're playing again or a Baku deck. It is bugged, uh, so so it will not upgrade your hero power. <laughs> it said, yeah. So here's they added this to the list. Uh, the Oops. new Ghoul Queen Scarlet Death Knight hero skin unintentionally blocks getting an upgraded <laughs> hero power, <laughs> which I didn't know because I, I have been playing this blood this blood Death Knight list, and, and you don't you know you're using the the normal hero power. Um, but this is pretty funny. Except if like. You're on like a ranked floor or something like that, and you lose because of this. Oh gosh, right? And and it's funny because this skin is at least um uh like cosmetically or, or the art of it looks like unholy, right? And so that's like what you would want to play if you're going for that aesthetic. Um and, and then it doesn't work. It's pretty funny. So. Well, didn't, they, didn't they just have this error with um, the Death Knight? The sorry, the Demon Hunter skin. Did it happen? Oh, did they? Too? I don't know. I don't know. Right? They had this. They had this error where it like um, the Demon Hunter skin, the new one. Um, what's his name? Chaos, the two-headed wolf thing. Right? Like oh it yeah yeah yeah. Triggering because Baku, it was Baku was counting it as an even cost card, so like I wonder. It was if it, it was counting it as a zero cost, right? And then it was breaking. I wonder if it. it's like a similar kind of error where it's mm. like it's not, it's like it's tripping both. So I I, I find that kind of a little bit funny. It, it is funny. Well, I hope that they can fix it quickly because uh, I, I want to keep using it, but not if it's going to break the game. So, anyways. Yeah, well, well, that's it for the news. I so so getting back into how our weeks were, uh, it's a nice special topic. We're we're going to be talking about robot killers, blood like wild blood death knight list, and and talking about having a good week. Uh, this this fine gentleman robot killer over here has uh, hit legend not one but three times, three different servers with this list. So this is incredible, and um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It just is fantastic. Day day one legend, right? And three different servers with the same list um, is is just incredible. And so big shout out to you. And um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about about the deck and about your experience and and your 
your ladder climbs and, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Nate, for the introduction. So um, just uh, to un add some spiciness here, um, late, it was all with 10x. So wow. Yes. So that's a grind. And I used the deck only for the last part of the grind. Um, so just from Diamond 5 all okay. to Legend. So before Diamond 5, I was playing a little bit of Secret Mage and all of these like, um, decks that are, you can just go in the rest bathroom and like just do whatever or be on the couch and don't care, just play cards <laughs> and don't think, right? Even Shaman or Paratrog or anything, be Prius, you know, like, I was like just changing deck every so on. So, um, and then like, okay, let's play something more fun. Um, I hit Legend last month. Uh, to and ended the season in all the account and I ended up uh, around 2000 on old server and actually what I did is um, I stopped playing wild after I hit legend in all the tree server because I grinded uh, um, standard up to platinum that I was not I haven't been playing le uh, standard uh, and grinding legend over there for uh, a year or so so I had like zero MMR, zero star bonus over there. And I said, okay, let me get a little bit uh, better in standard. So without star bonus, I went to platinum um, in standard. And, uh, and then I wanted also to try something different. And I hit uh, legend in classic in three oh, days nice. um, wow. for the first time. Um, also there without star bonus, um, like zero star bonus and and that was my last month. So that's how I ended the month and said, okay, well, uh, this was a good month uh, overall. Um, and, and then I was like looking around and everyone complains. I mean, myself too, after the renatal nerf. People say, oh, yeah. control is dead. If you go on subreddit or everywhere, um, everyone is saying, you know, control is, is dead. You cannot play it anymore. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, um, okay, good night. Sorry, somebody was, uh, oh, no, it's... was calling me. Oh, background. it's all good. Yeah. Uh, good night. Sorry. Wall. Good night. Okay. I'm not... One sec. So basically everyone was complaining about, um, control, all of these people and everyone control is dead and. There is no control deck anymore. And myself, I've been a great fan of Renatal. I love these kind of decks. Uh, I'm very greedy player. I don't, I, I hit legend with every class, every kind of deck, uh, but I don't enjoy playing aggro, even if I can play legend and get into that. I just don't like it. It doesn't make me, give me that level of reward. Um, and I feel like even playing aggro, I mean, don't take me wrong, it's super hard to play. It's, they're not easy to play, any deck, especially some. Um, they require also decision. Um, and in any case, so I was like, I don't believe so. I feel like control is still viable. Is that the people play this, the wrong thing. And I, I was an avid Druid player. I think Druid and Shaman are my best classes. I, I love playing those a lot. Um, 
and uh, especially if I play a lot of Freeze Shaman, Eating Legend almost every month with it because I love it. And then uh, all the different version, either Marlock, no Marlock, Reno, like I tried everything, uh, Galakron and so on. And then I, I say, well, Druid before the nerf was actually great. You can do a lot of things, Dragon build or uh, different kind of build and even Celestial Element or Reno and was so fun um, and I enjoyed those kind of decks. But with Renatal, so hard, like, this clock is kind of like killing you because 30 alt and they just vomit their hand. Turn five, you're dead. And uh, Pyrotrog too. Um, Shaman itself, that it's very strong in this meta, probably tier one. It's having a time with Rogue. If you don't eat your board clear Marlock, uh, they just vomit their weapon uh, six times in your face and you die. Yeah. Like these are so many damages. So. Really, even this deck that has lower after Renatal that are still good, they don't hold um, as control deck. And that's how I feel like. You say, well, but there is this uh, new class. So I think, and I saw also a lot of people trying something and say, but I think this new class, it's actually and But knowing the Reno format, because uh, you need actually a lot of duplicates here. And I also... Look it up a little bit online, check it, some lists that were posted, and I said, let me also think about it to be the, the meta. And everyone was playing this, like, even, the, uh, even uh, that night, or this kind of like aggro style. But at the end, uh, you are in a meta where 65% at least of your opponents are either Pyrotrog, even Shaman, Secret Mage. There's a lot about Gupriest and even Demonant. Even, so you're talking even, like, day, you're talking like day one, day two meta, right? Like we're yeah. like, yeah. the fast climbers are all playing these decks. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people play that, right? So I was like, that's a, I feel like this, this deck targets what is the, the aggro player and it can deal with aggro. So that's how I come out with uh, um, the list. I actually feel like uh, there are a couple of cards that can be switched if you want to be more strong uh, uh, versus uh, aggro. Um, I, I add over there um, some like Erat and Thanos that to me can be uh, taken out. Um, maybe yeah. in favor of some mistress or some more um, anti-aggro tool. But overall, I came out with the list and I went to Lin and I started my climb in Asia right away and I hit Legend. I didn't track my stats, but I think I was about 75% win rate from Nice, down. okay. Very nice. And, I, and I hit number 15 in, yeah. uh, nice. in So like, and I started the grind right away at the reset. In the morning, I was like, uh, I had a, a little bit of free time with work because I worked from home that, that week uh, and uh, this week with the bad weather. So taking meetings and popping a little bit of games up and there. And at 10 p.m. I was like down on five and said, okay, let me, let me push. And I, it was uh, where, where things start to realize, okay, I'm going to eat Legend by even before of NA being uh, uh, reset. 
And then I, the day after, I woke up and I did the same story in you. Um, I, I, I did the same. And then on February 2nd, like yesterday, I just did the same as that thing in NA. Like, um, it worked as, 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 as great. It was just that in an, uh, I felt like in NA, I faced more greatness coming back to Scrivia at the um, point. There was a lot of, uh, I faced a lot of big prayers. And mm-hmm. I just want to be honest, this is not a meta breaker. This deck is strong against uh, a specific part of decks. Because if you try to beat some Reno decks, some big priest, Mildruid, and any deck that has a little bit of mixed range and sticks the board every turn and is not like um, super, it's more greedy, has more value, you cannot, you cannot beat that. Like, it's real tough. It's, it's real, real tough. tough. I think I beat it only one big Prius out of four games I faced against big Prius. And uh, all the rest was uh, just miserable because, of course, they put, they keep resuscitating, putting me in. The only game I won, it was because I played Patchwork. I hit their, uh, their Neptune, and then they start having just towns over towns over towns. And I, yeah. I managed uh, with Blob Boil. And a little bit of corp explosion to to keep it up. That's and, a, like that's like you're out in a lot of your bad matchups, right? It's just like, all right, patchwork, go scam, go. And especially against <laughs> big priests because they're only running like two to three minions. Like patchworking something in their deck uh, for people at home means true. that like blood of Gahoon can't pull it and make a five five every turn. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like, okay, you can res a blood of Gahoon, but it's only an eight eight. It's not an 8-8 attached to a 5-5 that's going to keep scaling. So for a deck that has a lot of single target removal, that's, that's fine. Um, you know, and, and, and board clears, that's fine. Uh, and especially if you can keep killing the Neptalon and leaving the hands, that's fine. Because I, I can gain a lot of health. Um, same with, I like, you know, like you brought up Quest Mage, I think, in some of our discussions as far as just like seemingly unwinnable. But, like, if you patchwork both their birds, like, they leave. Because, like, there's, there's nothing for them to do. Like, they take their extra turn. Yeah. And, you know, like, they, they can run the, 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 the nine-cost legendary, but, like, that's really hard to do, right? So, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm like you. I've played nothing but this deck since heading legend just because I, I'm queuing into those aggro decks. And it's, um, it's a lot of fun. What's your favorite... What do you think is your favorite play um, as far as the deck goes or like sequence or just like what's what is, you know, one of those things that just keeps you coming back yeah. to the deck? Depends. Dep- I think that, I mean, there are dif- depends on which opponent uh, um, you, you are playing against. So if you are against the agro player, and specifically, like, even Shaman, because that was actually what I love it. Because all these totems have two health, or when they buff them, they get to four health. And uh, one of the things that I love, and this is, and every, even the big one, guys are eight health, the big totem. So one of the things I loved was this Shaman was killing me, and a full board of totems um, with an eight-eight. 
and I played my first blood boil, and he had uh, his totems were uh, the the big guy were a six. Uh, he had uh, some totem healing totem, a six health. Right. So he had two healing totems, a six health, and the full board of totems at four to eight health. So I played my first blood boil. I healed for fourteen, but his board was still there. But it's crazy because I gained 14 health again yeah. without yeah. dying. And, and this guy attacked me again and I played another blood boil on top <laughs> of the first one. Oh, so I healed 28. It's beautiful. <laughs> and this guy just considered because of her. With that, I mean, it, it, it was, I swallowed with a corpse explosion and I mean, the, the turn after and it was done. I found so. this out too. Like, so with a two health, like, let's say you have a minion that's going to die to the first blood boil. It's still worth playing the second blood boil on top because even if it dies, you still get credit for the second blood boil. So let's say the first one kills oh, it, you what? still get another proc. Yeah, because so it will disappear until after. No, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and, and, and there is a, a good interaction that people need to know. You have the taunt, right? The town that attacks the lower health minion. I forgot now the name. Uh, we need... Uh, I, don't, I don't have the list right now on top, on top of my hand. Uh, it's... Oh, it's... Uh, uh, let me... It's Neom Muncher. So yes. if you... If oh, Neom Muncher is so good, yeah. If you play Blood Boil, you can actually time it in a way that you leave only one minion with uh, one health, and basically the, the interaction end of the turn is first uh, all the enemy minion die, and then your muncher attacks the remaining one. So basically, you get all the all the blood boil heal, and then your new muncher is gonna go and hit again another minion and get an extra five heal, right? Yeah. So that that interaction like with blob boy i think blob boy it's a very powerful spell i hope it's not gonna get nerfed i don't think it will for now uh, and i feel like it's what really with corp explosion it's what keeps the deck alive and a bunch of like single target removal because we have all of these spells uh, to target uh, minion with highest health or eating a minion first uh, lifesteal i mean getting like six health back uh, uh, the we, buff is is huge, right? Like, yeah, like you, it, it's amazing how much better the spell is now. So it feels like playing warrior, but it's not warrior. Like it's different. It's it's, 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 <laughs> it's people. I don't think people like it. People people that they they like a lot mana cheating. Like people like oh. Um, People like powerful turn, and this deck doesn't have any powerful, but it's effect. It's not like a, a, a deck like Celestial Island that you just go and pop off or mana cheat uh, with Gav, a bunch of like mana and just uh, vomit uh, a hand from your, from f like full of cards, right? And kill your opponent. Yeah. You don't do this. It's a very grindy deck. You play one or two cards every turn using your mana, and there is a lot of decisions that you have to make. It's not an easy deck. 
don't take me wrong. You are there is to me it's actually complex to play, um, but it's very rewarding because um, you have to think a lot and the way you beat control. Coming back to the point is forget about big press. Big, big press we discuss about. I mean, you have to be lucky. Yeah. That you don't. You, do. you have to eat your patchwork and so on. Um, the way I beat the Reno priest is by just uh, pulling Bran with uh, um, my uh, my uh, Alexandros Mograin. So yeah. that's a fireball every turn. If you hit that, you are guaranteed to have a six uh, damage in the face every turn. And Reno priest cannot hold that because you you get heal. They can ping you by two damage every turn with undoing and all of that, but you get 10 health and you discover that spell and you get the game 10 health. And then you blood boil and then you get all of this talent to that heal. So the amount of heal that the deck has is so much that if you start grinding a, a control deck, I mean, see a fireball in the face of return, they cannot hold it. But the problem is that um, when they hit your pieces, either with Rat, Immutanus, or Shadow War, for instance, it's almost an unwinnable matchup, unless you get uh, that. Because that's not a matter of grinding. You're not trying to grind in the long game. They just grind you with the combo, and you cannot beat that combo anymore. Or other combo decks, like Pillager, you are dead. I mean... Don't even. I added the rat just for trying to scam a couple of combo decks like a secret, uh, no secret, um, quest mage or pillager, and I scammed one or two, but I don't think it's worth. Um, I use rat even with aggro, but I mean, yeah, I was like, I was thinking, like, if, if you really wanted to make a, a list that is top meta viable, something I found interesting when I was trying to learn pillager last month a little bit was the Death Knight decks that dropped, like, Watch Post on 2, right? Because, like, Watch Post on 2 is is poisonous to Pillager. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, like, Watch Post just slowing down a deck in general. Like, it's at least eating 2 damage. It's getting you a corpse. I thought that was interesting. Lothab Okani, like, you know, like, the, those two power cards. Just, you know, Okani into Pillager usually eats a minion, slows things down. Maybe slows things down enough that you get patchwork and you can nuke another important piece. Yeah, uh, Lothad buys you a turn, maybe you tempo them down. Like, it, it, it's all copium, right? Like, these are not, these are not ever going to be, um, these are not ever going to be matchups that you're expecting to win. But, like, yeah, if you don't, you don't, if you don't want to hit on aggro as hard, there may be slight changes you make, right? Exactly. This can, comes to the point exactly like how can I don't know if this is actually a high legend deck that you can grind on the top because when you start eating uh, quest mages and pillager and these kind of decks you cannot deal with that or freeze shaman right freeze shaman shadow work and all of those kind of stuff you don't, you cannot deal with this it's just too much I agree with your point but. You are trying to trading off uh, your best matchup, that is aggro, for a small percentage of potentially 
beating uh, um, a controlled a, con a combo damp. One hundred percent. So my my feeling uh, as a player is uh, I would rather uh, insta concede to all the combo and all the matchup that are unwinnable mm -hmm. and try to win win uh, all the aggro matchups or at least uh, have eighty percent win rate against aggro. Now the point is that can you climb uh, in top uh, one hundred legend with with the in this with this approach? Maybe I'm not sure. Because I feel like you're going to start eating a pile of all of these uh, combo that they're going to nuke you. Yeah, I, don't think, I, don't, I think it's actually, I think the list is sneaky good into Disco. I, oh. I, did, you, did you play a lot of Disco at all? I, you wanna, do you want to know something about Disco? That's so fun. I, I played uh, Imaran against, uh, let me just one second. Sure. Let me pull the deck. Uh, um, so I think if, it, if, it, if this deck has any life at a higher MMR, I think it has it as like a tertiary discard warlock feeder. Because I... I it is. I, 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 I haven't lost a game to this deck. This, okay. I haven't lost a game. Nice. I mean, I don't know if I was lucky. If I was too good, it was good, if it was my... Because I was good. If I draw perfectly... But uh, I went, uh, I went probably like seven, eight, one against this girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like I, vampiric blood's so good as far as like soaking up a couple barrages. You've got blood boil when they go super wide to again heal up and yeah. basically erase their barrages. Um, and then you get to your armor bender, and then you discover. And extra heal stuff, uh, and when they develop the, the board that they don't have any board, you do blood boil, and and then you just vomit some big minion out there so that they cannot just assault barrage you just in the face. So they need to, uh, to play their cataclysm. And, uh, when they play their cataclysm, uh, typically they unless they they hit the combo, um, they die afterwards. They, yeah. they run out of resources, so. And you have plenty of heal after, after even you get that five out, then the turn after is going to be again a 15 out easily. Yeah. Robert, you, you, you care if Nate just reads off real quick your list that you used to climb these servers? Yeah, I think it, so we record this on, on YouTube, but uh, there's a good portion of people that listen to like an audio only version. And uh, we always include the, the code in our show notes along with the picture in case anyone wants to copy and paste it. But uh, I want to read over the list real quick, just so that the the people who are just listening to the audio version of this have a little bit of context. So I'm going to jam through it real quick. And again, if anyone is wants to play this, uh, check out the show notes. If you go to our website, they'll, they'll be there. If you go to the YouTube video, they'll be there. Uh, and you can copy and paste the code. But uh, here's the list. So there's two copies of Armor Vendor, two copies of Heart, Heart Strike, uh, Sir Finley, Sea Guide, Astalor, um, uh, one copy of Dirty Rats, two copies of he Hematurge, I think is, is how you say it. Uh, two Bird? copies. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, it's too small and my eyes are old. Tiny. It's very tiny. 
that card is awesome. The two mana two three that discovers a a, a blood card. It's wonderful. Um, yeah, that 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 card uh, wins you the game. You, yeah. you, like, you you can find everything from that. And I just bef- uh, sorry, I want to interrupt your uh, list, but I have a very important thing that I want to share. Sure. I feel like this is good also because uh, there are not many blood uh, triple blood uh, cars in the pool. So. Yeah. As things evolve and we get more cards, I don't know how actually this uh, strategy is going to work out in the long term because uh, the pool of discover is going to just get worse. Yeah. And, and now you can just find uh, a blood boil uh, or a corp explosion against your aggro matchup, or you can find your patchwork, a second one, and you play that first and then you play another one right after against your control matchup or you need a, a spell you can find a spell and heal or clean the board and you like, put more grains or something like that right like you, you can this find is get worse this is gonna you. get worse with the with the mini set with the next expansion coming this is not gonna be as good as, as no. yeah. get it in while you can <laughs> Right. It's worth telling more because maybe the math is already changing. In I found a, I found already a lot. I saw already a lot of like grandy control decks in the diamond, um, in the diamond five um, to legend grind today. I I have I I have an alt account that I use just for fun and try weird things. And I was I'm already diamond five also on that. So I was oh nice. Playing, Sorry, playing Nate. Oh, Let's sorry. Yeah, okay. Hemiturge. Go ahead. Uh, okay, yeah. So two, hemat- two hematurges, uh, two copies of Obliterate, two copies of Vampiric Blood, two copies of Asphyxiate, uh, Brand Bronzebeard, two copies of Chill Fallen Baron, two copies of Nerubian Vizier, uh, Prince Renathal, two copies of Soulbreaker, uh, one copy of Venomous Scorpid, two copies of Death Strike, two copies of School Teacher, two copies of Blood Boil. Two copies of Corpse Explosion, uh, one spammy Arcanist, two copies of Gnome Muncher, uh, one uh, a- Alexandros uh, Mograine, Mutinous the de- uh, Devourer, Patchwork, and then on the top end, two copies of Soul. Was it Soul Taker? Is that what it says? Stealer. Yeah. Stealer, Soul Stealer. Not be mistaken with Stealer of Souls. Yeah. Soul, Soul Stealer. It's like when your buddy and you have the same nickname. In the same in the same friend group. That's funny. Soul Stealer is great. Uh is the eight mana eight eight that eats the entire board and gives you a bunch of corpses. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. I love that card. This might sound insane. I keep that card in the mulligan against specifically even Death Knight. Because I am scared to death of uh Marogar when they drop it and all those corpses. It is the the one clear I can count on. That will always work. And the way it times out is like even if they coin Marogar, the next turn I can play Soul Stealer. I, I keep it in the mulligan. But like I-, I I don't know if that's correct. That might be overly paranoid because it can vi- they can very easily burst you down sooner than that. But like to your point, it's so good. it's so good. <laughs> it's like it's it's a one mana twist. It's a it's an eight mana twisting nether that prints a five five. You keep, you keep the eight mana in your mana? 
Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't. I, I, I'm trusting. I'm leaning on the. I know it's insane. I'm leaning on the rest of the deck being built to mm. like draw me my answers. That specifically for that matchup, I will keep Soul Stealer. You're so brave. I don't. I don't. I. I had. <laughs> I lost so many games on turn five uh, or six because I. I, I was drawing poorly into mm -hmm. my uh, spell and removal. I mean, of course. I, I just need to be honest, even even Shaman, even even if it's a good matchup for the deck, he can yeah. still beat you, but very, very hard. Oh, but this is not this is not even Shaman. This is even Death Knight. And especially if you're not gifting them corpses and killing their stuff right away, they kind of have a slow buildup, right? Like like I, I, I don't know about you. For me, like I feel like a critical turn for Blood Death Knight is turn five. Like getting to turn five. If you can get to turn five and play your blood boil, or if you can kind of generate corpses and get to turn five and play corpse explosion, yeah. which is a little yeah, bit more cope. That's a little bit more cope, copium, right? Because like corpse explosion isn't always ready turn five um, mm -hmm. to deal with the board that you're looking at. But blood boil usually is, which is why it's funny. I looked at your mulligan guide and it made me a better blood, blood death knight player. Because I'm just like, you know what? I've been keeping Corpse Explosion, and it's not correct. No, it's not be, correct. Exactly, it's wrong. I should be looking. I should be looking for Blood Boil, Blood and that's boy, it's uh, an upkeep, oh, not right. because you're not going to get any time four or five corpses by turn five. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think you're right. I think in uh, keeping, uh, I mean, it's questionable uh, to keep uh, the eight mana. I I think it's fair to do what. I think it's a card that uh, you have to keep uh, into when you play against uh, um, even Decay is uh, Lord Madogar. That comes on turn 8, right? And right. you need to have a response yeah. to that turn. So yeah. when you hit, when your even Decay eats turn 8, you need to have either a corp explosion loaded at least up to ready to 10, yeah. Or you need to have a um your your eight mana twisting needle, I forgot the name, um guy raiding your end. And right. but there are there, there is a problem. Many times they discover the powerful spell, now I forgot the name, that fills up the board with undead. Oh the legendary, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. so that is another critical thing card that you have to watch about because many times they do that and you don't you need to have a response also for that and then you need to watch their corpus because the grave strength it's always around the corner and sure. they can just burst you 25 30 damage in a turn because you don't clean the board and they just kill you so um right. it's not an easy matchup it's funny because I almost leave up the battlefield, the the new buffed battlefield battlemaster that makes one threes, um, because it's stealing corpses away from a grave strength burst, right? Like it's almost like it's bleeding away the value that I care about. And if you kill the taunts, it doesn't really matter because they're not going back to the corpse count. So like that's. That's again as like one of those like kind of like wily hmm. control player kind of things you can do. If they keep playing minions that are stealing away corpses from the corpse count, the very powerful um, 
was it the geist that becomes the the two mana three four spider tank or whatever um that's the guy i was talking about that that's a great (laughs) card but it's one less corpse towards a grave strength right so like you're almost happy to see those and then kind of take care of those at your leisure because you can heal up so effectively um it's an interesting matchup i still think um if you're not playing it very cagey from the even death knight match like like i think it's it's blood death knight favored into even death knight but the even death knight can play it so that if you layer your threats properly you get there but it's very tough to get there they've definitely got some explosive turns like out of nowhere and so you just got to be careful you don't want to leave stuff on the board because uh yeah, it gets it gets kind of crazy. That's a matchup I feel like you'd be good at, Nate, because I feel like you have played enough even Death Knight. You know where their reach is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you would be almost a better controller into it on average than like somebody who's just net decking Blood Death Knight, never played even Death Knight before, and going from there. Funny story. I played last season a little bit of even Death Knight, and uh, this is my opinion. I feel the deck is crap because uh, it's very polarizing. It's super slow. It's super slow. It's not explosive. And it loses uh, to anything that is control. Like every control matchup, you are dead. Like, unless you find really the magic uh, turn, they don't have any clear, board clear, or anything. But try curing that against a Reno Priest or a Big Priest. Like, there's no way you can go through those sounds and like they silence, they just put down some top in front of you and it's over. Like it's good because if you have a lot of uh, uh, pirates, rogue, and like um, maybe even um, secret mages, some even shaman, you can deal with those. Yeah. But I mean, I felt bad because I was getting uh, against uh, Mildruid or um, against these big players, against all of those guys. And I was not having fun. I was just uh, finding a wall of towns in front of me or removals after removals. And I feel like it's a totally um, over-evaluated that. I mean, people think are giving too much to it that is not as strong when i started playing it um i think it was bad timing because the idea obviously was to counter all like the pirate rogue but everybody else started playing it too so i just played mirror after mirror after mirror it was crazy oh yeah and that feels so bad yeah i had i had pretty much the same experience where i played it all the way up to D3 last month and then fell back to five because it's the minute you hit a uh, a control deck, like you just lose and you lose hard. And um, eh, I was just getting frustrated. And um, yeah, it, I, I haven't played it this month in Wild yet since the uh, the buffs, but... I'm not super hopeful. I mean, I've seen a few people hit legend with it. Um, and so I saved those lists to kind of check out, but I don't know. They, it, it's kind of like you said, like if I'm going to play aggro, like maybe I just play even, even shaman or, or pirate rogue or something that's probably better, but I don't know. 
I think it's cute. I think you can I think you can like layer your threats with it decently well, especially if it's a list that does run invincible. Um yeah. which I have underrated as a card. Actually in this list, it hanging around, it giving random buffs. Like y- you can do some interesting things. Your hero power is one mana print a charge a one one charge minion. So True. your strength, strength is like always like Five mana is like always like five mana. Give your board plus three damage for each minion, plus an additional soul fire on top of it. So like it, it, it's always it's always almost there. So it's almost like you want to play it if you're playing into control. You almost want to go like three four minions across and like chip away like that. And then when they clear that, do the next three four minions across and chip away like that. And just make like a bunch of medium mid threats that they have to kind of answer, or else they're gonna get fatigued down. And you hope they don't draw enough answers, and you win. I think that's the way to play it. But it's so tough, and the margins are there, and your hand isn't always that. And not for nothing, even Death Knight has crap draw, like just like garbage draw. Like it, 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 it's not quite even shaman draw, it, but it's like I almost the same. It's pathetic. So like you're you're kind of left, um, you're left sort of fending for yourself with your top decks, and it and it feels sort of bad, um, which is I, why I think Blood Death Knight I think is favored into it because you 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 have those those options. I did want to ask you, Robot Killer, um, cards that you might change just because um, I, from everything I've seen on HS Replay, typically the um, the neutral discovers are a little weak. With the exception of uh, what I love about your list was the inclusion of Bran. Um, Bran is such a superstar, especially when you pair him with School Teacher or the Nogglings. Yeah, where you can double That's... value for some of those. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I discovered today for those of you people at home, because um, I'm a teacher and I love teaching things. Um, mm-hmm. If you let's say discover Frost Strike on a Noggling, and the first Frost Strike because you have Bran up kills the creature the second one gets repeated it counts it as killing the creature you get two discovers off of that yeah which is awesome that's it's amazing value and but like you know there's so many spells that are like that that like you know brand noggling brand teacher that gets you so much value that it's 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 worth running brand Brand i did brand teacher i did brand teacher um teacher refresh to refresh for mana, oh, double double boil for one of the spore. Oh, I got the thirty out in one turn. Twenty wow. from discovered and and ten from my help. I so think like, I think I, the, the point considered like after that. <laughs> yes, yes. Why not? <laughs> right, there's no coming from that. I, I, so like I I find like the neutral discovers like the one 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 copy of Scorpid the one copy of of let's say Dirty Rat like like you throw it in there as just kind of like a thing like all right here's my out against this particular class let's say we take these away what options were you looking at as maybe like filling in yeah so I actually have I mean as I mentioned I think I have a couple of like count that I play with uh, just for fun um, so. There are a few things that have been experimented. So let's, let's start with competitive, okay? Because we want to be competitive. And then let's talk about fun stuff and things I tried. 
So to be more efficient against aggro, you take Dirty Rat out, you take uh, Mutanus out, and you take uh, the uh, Scorpid out. Mm -hmm. And what I feel like are good tech cards that you want to co consider are, that is the one mana spell that you draw a weapon. If you have a corpse, reduces the, the, um, the cost of the weapon. So that is a valid card that I, I'm thinking can fit the deck a lot because uh, card draw is very important in this deck. Uh, yes. you are in, and, and I think it will make a lot of sense. It will improve all, even further your matchup against aggro. Then another card that I'd be considering is the one mana deal to damage and to an enemy and to you. That gives you a good corp and it's a very good removal. Like, you can clean a totem, you can go face against a secret mage and just avoid them for a rig fairy game. You can go over that one mana and then hero power and clean anything at three health for free. It's an Astalor that costs one mana. Um, like, it's an Astalor effect uh, uh, with a minion on the board, one, two. And yes, you take two damage, but getting that two damage in the face, uh, especially if you are sneaking in a ship cannon or something like that. I mean, it's, it's just something that you want to do, right? Uh, or even like uh, you, want, you want anything that helps you out to, to get your spammy arcanist uh, to go and uh, uh, get your perfect uh, um, uh, defile effect. So all of these uh, cards are good. And then another card that I've been considering is weapon removal. Um, the tradable option, uh, the rustic, the one that it's the tradable weapon removal, the three mana guy. Um, and the reason is because uh, weapons are very common. You have pirate rogue, uh, even shaman. Um, you you find uh, uh, even players uh, uh, running a weapon in Prius. There is a lot of agro Prius right now. In the in people, agro Prius is a very strong deck. So. Weapon removal, it's another option. So, yeah, I think uh, the, against the aggro matchup, I would say weapon removal, weapon draw, the one mana that uh, um, deals two damage, one, two, and the uh, mistress are four valid options that can go instead of Dirty Rat, Mutanus, and your uh, Scorpid. Uh, so you have three slots and you can decide uh, whether if you want to go to Mistress. And I feel like the tradable weapon, it's great. Uh, the tradable weapon removal is a great card to include because it's so good turn three to, to take down uh, um, your even shaman weapon. So coin turn yeah, there's two a, and, and do that. There's a lot of weapons in the, in the meta right now, right? Yeah. Like kind of quietly. That's a good point. People not re kind of realizing it. Like, like people still play Swordfish. Um, the the best card in even shaman is arguably chisel. Yeah, and yeah. It's it's like on the short list of like best cards, right? Um, and there there are others like even needle in result reno priest. Like you wouldn't mind if needle disappeared if you're really trying to if you're really trying to um grind that matchup. Or, or even the druid matchup. I mean, they put the, the uh, yeah. four mana weapon. You just want to break it down. So they don't go pop off and do a crazy turn. 
like Mecha 2, like uh, Mecha 2, or I found like this cartoon, I, I beat the cartoon druid. And the, the way I beat it was uh, I just temp, uh, I, I, I mean, that, that I think at, uh, at that time I was experimenting the weapon removal. And I found it very helpful because uh, I I found that the we the weapon breaking the weapon it's helpful uh, because yeah. they, they don't do the pop off uh, with the group and uh, cleaning the board, uh, gaining mana and being able to play Katun in the same turn mm -hmm. so they can make more than thirty damage to your face because one of the problem of that deck is how to make more than thirty damage to to you right. Right, so right. we're setting that up and having the weapon removal helps. Uh, also, sneaking a sphere is good. You want to kill a sphere so your opponent draws poorly and yeah. doesn't have that ability to uh, sneak the right cards and you get that advantage. So yeah, uh, it. weapon removal, a couple of those minions. Um, the, I don't think right? the minion... Like that's what? a nice thing. Like when in doubt, like it's improving your draws. You're just sending it back. Like if you really don't need the weapon removal, you're it's one it's one mana cyclo card, and you're you're perfectly happy to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think I got tilted because I lost uh, uh, to a couple of quest mages and pillager. So I added. I I think I started with more weapon removal, but then I saw that my aggro matchup was so good that I say, okay, I, I want to try to beat. Uh, a couple of pillagers and quest mages, so I added these um, mutanos and rat. But at the very end, I can tell like it's it's a miserable experience. You're gonna lose. Uh, yeah. In any case, it doesn't improve. So coming back to that, I'll probably take those out again and just accept the loss in an unfavorite matchup. Um, I was uh, I was getting a little spicy. The cards I've kind of included in those slots include like one copy of Waste Warden. Yeah, which, I saw it. If you don't remember what Waste Warden is, ladies and gentlemen, that's the five mana three three from Ashes of Outland. It's an epic that deals three mana three damage to a minion and every other minion of that type. But like a little twist on the situation is, if you target an amalgam with it, it will target uh -huh. every other minion that has a tribe. Yeah. So, including your own, which can be good, can be bad, depending on like what your situation is. Um, so like you can full clear, like, like my, my current, I joke around on Twitter, my drug right now is, uh, waste warden clears because like you target an amalgam and you're taking out, um, some of these bot lists include like, uh, the, the, the three, two elemental that prints a wind chill and the cage match mm -hmm. custodian and also it's, it deals three damage. So it clears the eel and also it clears all the totems. Like it's just like like when you target a when you target an amalgam, it just like kind of pops off and goes nuts. And but but That's aggro's awesome. pretty tribal right now. Yeah. So so it works on pirate rogues too. It works on like you know if you see the occasional mech deck. Um, and one of them deals three. So it, it, it works like, on marlocks. Yeah, it works on murlocs. So like yeah. if you're in freeze the shaman, it's full of marlocks and they it just is. pop off those crazy boards. So it's like, all right, let me simplify this board a little bit. And, and so, like, I, I think I ended up with a one of in the list I'm currently running. Um, but also the other kind of spicy card I included, instead of Mutanus, I put in Cornelius Rome. Um, and the reason why I put him in extra draw. Yeah, just the extra draw. And, like, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it forces you to answer him. 
And I've had people concede to Cornelius Rome just because it's like, okay, this is a Lunath on a stick, but I can't deal with the stick. Can I beat a Lunath? No. Okay, bye. And, like, mm-hmm. you're only drawing answers, right? Like, like your deck is basically built around answers and, and with a little bit of value tied in. And it, it doesn't take much to finally dig down to find Bran Astalor, and then you're just completely flipping a matchup and it's over. Or you're finding Bran Mograin and you're completely flipping a matchup and it's over. Yeah, or Bran Alexandros and just killing yeah, them. Exactly, exactly. Or, 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 or Bran Mograin and, like, like, GG's, you got your fireball every turn. And, so, uh, like, well, it can be even worse. I found, the, I played the game, I played the three Alexandros. Two, and... That's amazing, I haven't done that yet. And wow. one, one with Bran and two without, so that that's 12 damage. <laughs> and, and that's how and that's how I beat the that's how I beat the Mildruid, by the way. <laughs> that's amazing. You want you want you want to beat me by milling me? I'm gonna beat you by making you twelve damage a turn. Let's see. Let's see who is faster. Let's see. Let's see who is faster in killing you. It's <laughs> fantastic. I mean, that's all all because of uh, um, the comp. You can. You can gain these um, like cards with your um, uh, two mana guy, right? The Hematurge. Yeah. It gives you like, this value. Uh, now, talking about spiciness here, I think there are another couple of things that I think I was telling you. Like, uh, I mean, I think the weapon, uh, also the weapon removal, the weapon draw, and this kind of stuff for aggro. For, I tried also just today in my other account, something more um, control, but fun. I try, but I don't recommend those. It's not going to work. I, I added the infuse a minion that, that draws you three cards. Um, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I added Katoon the Shatter as okay. well. Wow. So, so <laughs> I added Katoon the Shatter into this list. <laughs> Without, uh, uh, I think I took I took exactly out Bran, uh, no Rat and Mutenos, and I added uh, and also the the Scorpid, and I added Katun the Shattered, and those two guys draw three cards. Okay. The deck is still great against Agro. Yeah, it's probably less consistent, and be, but having Katun the Shattered in there is is just fun, like. Uh, 40 cards deck, you see this, these games where people have like almost, they have finished their deck and you still have like 15, 18 cards in your deck. <laughs> I, don't hate, I, I don't hate it. I really don't. Especially because like Bran Astalor is very clearly like a, a good win con, right? Like Astalor is a decent control win con. I've, I've, I'm going to say blessed, but like it's maybe more cursed to have played a couple of mirrors where I'm playing like Renathal Blood Death Knight into Renathal Blood Death Knight. And the cards you're looking for are Bran Astalor. You're looking for Mograine early. You're looking to see who can patchwork first. You're looking for those sort of things and just sort of playing and like subtly playing for board, but mostly looking for disruption and like long-term value. I could see a Cthun, the Shattered, being like that sort of like thing in the background, like eventually I'm going to top deck this and you're going to have to eat 30. I hope you're ready for that. 
That could yeah, be really. That could yeah, be good. it's a, it's a good it's a good direction. I'm gonna try experimenting more, and especially with Finlay because um, Finlay it's actually them. People don't think about how good is Finlay. Like you even turn one, usually I always keep Finlay in my hand because even against Agro. Yeah, because, you don't like you don't like your hand. You just toss it away. You've made a dire mole. Yeah, now, I, I I thought that was especially heads up from you. I have been blown away by how good Finley is in the deck. Deck, hundred percent. Yeah, Finley, Finley, it's one of the best cards. And many times you just draw creep, like you draw badly, and you just draw Finley and saves you the game. Or you are looking, uh, you you mulligan wrong. Like I was playing against uh, a agro priest, and I thought it was a big priest. So my mulligan was super greedy. I was looking for patchwork. I was looking for Bren, uh, all these cards to eventually win the game. Alexandros, you want to look for those cards. You want to try to beat them, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it was an Agro Priest, Agro Shadow. And turn one, they start with the one three that doubles the damage. And so, okay, this is over. <laughs> turn two, I draw, I draw Finlay. I don't even play the coin. I just put the coin in my deck. <laughs> just because I wanted to get... And I get Airstrike. I get Airstrike. I get the Blood Boil. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is over. Like, these guys going to have a bad time. And in fact, uh, um, it was over. And yeah, so... Finlay, Finlay is, a, is a good card. And I tried uh, another thing with adding a Yogg. But... Uh, <laughs> because of the amount of spell you have, yeah, I was like, I today, today I was playing with it, and I was that like, like a Snoopy deck. <laughs> but there is not enough enough spell to make Yog uh, a good card. But I was trying to have more fun, um, in just just for the sake of it. Listen, um, I think I think people underestimate using yog as a way to shake the snow globe that is the game um and make it more janky uh like like you don't like how things are going that the real like in in sports i equate it to weather how like you know a particularly like heavy rain or or snow or wind or just stormy conditions make a playing field much slower or much sloggier, maybe slows down a more skillful team. If you feel like you're being outclassed, like play Yogg uh, and see yeah. who, even uh, the playing field. At, at the end. <laughs> yeah, and because get, I think I think that's the point, right? Globe and see what happens. Like 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 screw it, you're losing anyway. Just like go. Um, yeah, some methods where that's been sneaky good, and people have kind of underestimated that. Yeah, the, the point exactly I was thinking was, okay, how can I make this deck good against uh, um, value decks? Because I found I lose, I lose most of the time against people that outvalue me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was experimenting, you all get these things. Now, I need to, I need to be honest, I, I see that there is an opportunity not to make this a Reno list, but make this uh, a more available oriented list uh, with some spiciness uh, that make it more consi- less consistent against aggro, but more consistent against uh, um, more uh, uh, big decks like druid and stuff like that. You can add a couple of dragons there. You can add uh, uh, your onyxia. 
and just and uh, I, I, they, they match up I lost against the mirror. This guy was like um, Diamond uh, 7, Diamond 8, so he was probably climbing for fun and he was not caring. He had a super greedy list. He had Denatrius, he had Onyxia, he had uh, all of the biggest things that you cannot even. He, he had even the, the guy, the jailer, the guy that destroys your deck. <laughs> jailer both. Jailer both is, yes. is always an interesting option because you gain so much health. You yeah. can take a turn off to play Jailer and then play both. Sounds like they were um, having fun. I, you, yeah. you can have fun how, with this list, dude. I'm telling you. How dare you. they? <laughs> the problem is that the, the, yeah. the, the decks that beat you don't let you pull off Jailer both, right? To your point, I had a, a surprising amount of success with a Dragon-based list that the top end was cause was basically... Um, Polkelt into into Anixia into um, eventually Kazakusan for the same the same kind of reason where like I, I need some sort of sort some sort of value top end and if you can pull off a Kaz like you have burst damage for days right like you you have you know, Tome of the Undead you have um, you know the Rag Blasts you could put together the sword you could do all sorts of things so. Um, I think I agree with you. Like, if you want to go greedier, there is an outlet like where you could go more dragon based. Yeah, that. I was experimenting a, a Reno Dragon uh, last month, uh, not competitively, of course. I was experimenting a, dre- a Reno Dragon Kazakusan list, uh, Blood That Night. <laughs> wow. And, it was fun. Um, it's okay. But... It's, it's not as bad as you think it would be. It's not as good as it needs to be to be a thing, right? Like, it's because like... You can, you're going to have enough time life. getting to Legend with that. I, I can tell. Yeah. 100%. Like, and, and just, I need to be honest to me. The problem that Death Knight has is that the, the, there are no dragons. Like, look at the collection and think about, okay... What are the dragons that you will fit into this deck? Yes, the, if you think about Onyxia, it's great because it has Rush, cleans the board, and it's a lot of body. Um, now, yes, you can put the dra- Alex, 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 whatever, the one that creates other two dragons if you have no duplicates. Sure, yes, yeah, yeah. Of course. BQ, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but do you want to bring the opponent out to 15? Maybe, but I don't know. It's healing 15 a good thing? Mm, yes and no. I mean, sometimes can be a dead card. Imagine Mulligan into that. It's uh, like, doesn't do nothing, and it's terrible. It's very situational. Healing 8 or dealing 8 to the opponent's face, it's only good in Druid because you can cheese out uh, mana. I don't Were think... You dealing... Were you running Polkelt in that list? Uh Yes, I think Paul, I was actually thinking about running Polkelt also in this list. Because I was thinking, I was thinking like Polkelt into Anixia, into DQA. Now your Kazakasan is always on online, and that's your next draw. You play that, you're good to go as far as like, you know, any setup is concerned. Like, but, but. That's talking about like you have to kind of like dragons. The good dragons tend to be very expensive, and you're cutting down on the value you can 
running that in order to get your Kaz online using your Polkelt, getting to 10 mana, so on and so forth. So, like, I, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling the pain. I'm feeling yeah, the pain. Yeah, and, and, and again, you don't, ma- you oh, don't do mana cheating, right? Yeah. Like, ma- Mage, you can play um, uh, the seven mana spell. Like, you can play the um, and cheat uh, all of the mana uh, you want. Druid can do the same. You can well, you can't blood in, 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 in Death Knight in general is the corpses, right? Like, that's your mana cheat. Like, that's a resource nobody mm-hmm. else has access to, mm. which is which is why I was almost thinking, like, in this kind of list, like, if you were in a cut Nutanus, do you ever run Theo? Because you can give your opponent, like, a corpse explosion when you don't need it, and they can't play it. It doesn't give them any value because they don't have any corpses. Uh, like, True. It's, it's literal trash to them. Um, so like, that's almost like if you still wanted to go with the, um, let's say hand manipulation or hand disruption, uh, but go one mana teach, uh, cheaper. I, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter can be also a good, a good thing. And if you think about there is no lot in this list. Yeah. And that's why, because, uh, again, which spell you want to take out of aggro, maybe just, um, Priest. Agro Priest is the only one I would be scared. I don't I don't care about I I, I have forty I'm forty no against the Pirate Rogue, by the way. Forty no. Wow. With this list. Forty no. I haven't lost a game against the Pirate Rogue. Nice. I don't think it's possible to lose a game. <laughs> like I I I I I had even like uh, uh turn one, two, three one, two two, two two Attacking turn three, turn two, and pulling out a three-three out of their hands, and going to turn three weapon, and, st- and then turn five, uh, going to a secret passage and blah blah blah, and still winning. Like you cannot lose to Paratrog. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's not impossible. They can get you with a smite with a smite scam, but uh, bots are not that smart. Mm. <laughs> Well, right, like you drop trying... your first no muncher and it's done. Well, a guy, a guy was trying to actually, I think was climbing, was almost legend, and it was not a bot. Uh, I, he had this card in his hand from turn one, and I say, oh, this is definitely smite, and I, I chased it out. Like I put a, a taunt, I, I put the taunt and played the rat too. I pulled the smite out of his hand, and my my taunt attacked it. It was so nice. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, that was amazing, right? Like, Patchwork, too, in that matchup. Like, yeah. Patchwork's coming down on seven on curve in order to snipe the smite that they have sitting in their hand that they don't want to play, that they want to build up, right? So, like, you, you can kind of get there. Um, I, I have lost um, into Pirate Rogue, but I think Pirate Rogue is a much better matchup than, let's say, even Shaman. Just because even Shaman can get there, even Shaman can build up a board turn four before you can get your blood boil down or your corpse explosion to deal with it, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, they can still do that. That's how That's how good that deck is right now. Yeah, but I think, yeah, again, coming back to the point, I don't know how we can um, make this deck more competitive against anything that is not aggro. Um, I'm still thinking through... I feel like you're going to start to lose a lot of percentage against the aggro matchup. Uh, and 
and you're trying to win some games that are always some favorite. So, uh, so why not? Why not just lean into the skid, make it as polarized as possible, and go for it? Polarizing deck exactly. That's what yeah. I feel like. And I I don't know I don't know how good it is you know in into getting uh, into the I Legend tier. I don't think it will. Well, right. it, it looks really fun, and I think that, like you said, I, I played a bunch of it. I, I was telling these guys I played a bunch of it and lost with it last night, but I I was playing it into Big Priest and playing it into control matchups. Um, but you when were I doomed. Would, <laughs> I, pretty much, but when I would hit an aggro matchup, it was like an instant win. And so you, I think you have to kind of read your meta or your pocket meta or whatever you want to call it and if you're seeing a bunch of aggro this is great if you're seeing a bunch of control like you know may or combo like eh, maybe this is not you know the right time to switch to it so you gotta play it smart but this deck is so fun and yeah. uh i i think at heart like i sort of transitioned to being an, an aggro player lately but i love greedy lists and and the blood death knight like really checks that off for me it's so fun to i uh, just the the blood cards are so greedy uh no muncher mo grain patchwork soul steal like they're so gross i love them it's, yeah they're, dude they're no so muncher is greedy no muncher is tempo you know what so not greedy this list is not greedy i'm running like cards like her strike one that's true three damage armor vendor or like this card that like yes the end of the deck is greedy but it's just uh three four cards but no the rest it's just removal and if you think about uh, the first four or five cards are just spells that just either kill something or do it something. is it is hipster odd warrior though it's hipster control <laughs> warrior yeah, like it's 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 just fun to play because it's different, but it is it's pure control, and it's 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 cool. I as a, yeah, as a control player, I think I love it. Like, um, I don't know if any many other people will like this approach because, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's very uh, again linear. Even if it's complex, I feel like it's linear. Yeah. It made me want to try. I saw a list. It was in our Discord um, over the past week of an even unholy Death Knight, but instead of all green, it was two green, one red, and it was running uh, the Gnome Munchers of all things mm -hmm. because they're so good. Um, they I, are, and and so it makes me want to try it. I oh. think that uh, you, you know, guys, I have an idea that it might be worth to try out. Um, if you want to make also even this build a little bit more aggressive, you can you can still go for blood blood and uh, blood has a lot of uh, um, buff hand buff. Yeah. So yeah. if you can buff uh, your 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 gnome and go for burn clean and you have your gnome, right? You put down this gnome. And maybe you put this your your um, your losing you a little bit of robot killer. Sorry, we we lost you a little bit, but oh, so I you're say, can you hear me? So you're saying if you you use the hand buff cards and buff up your your no muncher, and yeah. then it, it'll kill off anything, and then you gain a bunch of health as well. 
No, yes, but the thing is, uh, if the opponent's board is clean, it goes face. Right. Yeah. So you can end buff that, drop it uh, with the card that doubles the end of turn effect. Nice. Oh. Okay. So, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. You get uh, a, a very spicy 12, 12 or 15 damage in the, in the face. Because you have the tooling for removal and cleaning the and keep the boards clean, right? So it's a different approach. You could just go and buff, and you and your plan is going to be to buff your moon chair to the point that when they um, when they go face, they really go face hard in the opponent's face. And you can use even like the invincible and cards like that uh, because they're undead, and you can yeah. buff those undead further. So you can you can really make some very nasty into the face of the opponent with that. There like is it. a um, there is a deck list that made the rounds uh, that Neon retweeted that Gordo Pito uh, sixty nine who I have one sided beef with uh, because he BM'd me once with Painlock <laughs> and I've never let I've never forgiven him but he's made some cool stuff since then. And he, um, but he, he, he got this list retweeted that was like a hand buff blood unholy list, but it was two bloods so that he could make use of the blood, uh, of the, un, of the even, it was even blood unholy. He could make use of the even hero power. He was building up corpses. He was trying to buff the new buffed. What is that? What is that spell? What is that new, new minion called? It's like a it's a four mana two four, uh, but it copies itself. It's like like the they something the talent. They want to summon three copies of it. The talent. Uh, it's, uh, no 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 not that one. Okay. It's the one that has reborn. It's a two four, but it has reborn, and huh. and so like you buff it in hand and you drop it and now it's buffed and now it's making a copy of itself for four corpses and you're like oh god. Now I'm dealing instead of a two four, I'm dealing with a four six, and now yeah. like that's the card that is broken in arena. That was broken in then. Yes, arena. yeah, uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's dumb broken in arena. Which like whenever I see something broken in arena, I always have to kind of sniff at it and be like, is this okay in wild? And from my experience, it's been all right. It's not been dominant like it is in arena, but it's like it's been playable. And so, like, a deck like that, I'm always interested in seeing, like, can we refine that further? Can we take uh, the, the buff aspect of blood and make it better hmm. and, and, and refine it further? And I think that, in, uh, I think that answer is more interesting than, and, and unexplored than people have done yet because it's not terribly exciting and, and not for nothing. Like yep. Handbook Paladin was so exciting and so you and so successful because like the draw was so good, right? Like there's so much redundant draw inside of Handbuff Paladin to make Handbuff Paladin functional. It's not now because the meta is so much faster. It doesn't let it get going. But um, you don't have that with Death Knight, where especially Blood Death Knight, where draw is a little bit more of a premium. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, and and I think we. We'll have a uh, an expand or a mini set right around the corner, and it'll be interesting to see how they continue to um, explore this archetype because blood is is 
part control and part hand buff. And so we may see more of those tools. And if we wanted to, uh, you know, sway the deck in, in one direction or another, I, I think that there's a lot of potential here, especially when you start mixing the runes where, uh, early on, everyone was like, it's pure one, one way or the other. And then we started seeing these like mix and match. And it's very interesting. Do you, do you guys feel like that uh, even uh, Reno and Oli that night is feasible? Mm, not really. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to try to I build it. I think the hero it. power is so strong. I think. I think even is always going to be good. Yeah. Even Reno is a stretch. But I. But I think that. I think because that Zephyr without board is nasty. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I I've played a fair amount of like Reno Frost Death Knight, and it's not bad. It feels like aggro Reno Mage with like you know. Unfortunately, your two best cards are Reno and Zeph, so like you're kind of like piecing it together from there. But it, it it feels close, closer than it probably has a right to be. I don't know. It, it just it's it's that's interesting. It, it, yeah. It's an interesting thought. I think that I think that the hero power itself, even though, is going to be powerful because like a one mana make a corpse with all those uses for corpses is going to be strong. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm stoked for the mini set and sets to come so we can have more tools to play with if we are going to build Reno decks. You know, with with the new class because we just don't have. A lot of cards yet right so it's always I'm, I'm super excited to see what they have in the mini set yeah i don't think it's a Reno. it's a Reno build um i just need to be honest i feel like trap of blood is not uh, suited very well for Reno. this is how i feel like um because you really want to have two copies of uh, your vampiric blood you want to get this 20 out on top of your 30 35 out and you need that. So maybe you uh, you keep uh, two copies of few cards. I think there was a standard list too that had copies and also was running Reno and was kind of competitive. Uh, but you have to have two copies. I, I, I don't know. I cannot think about a Reno deck uh, without running two double blood boil, two double corp explosion, and two double of the vampiric blood. Yeah, My those cards are just too good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you cannot go into aggro without uh, uh, playing those cards, and the deck is gonna be inconsistent. Like, um, re, you are trying to put Reno, and what other cards uh, you are gonna feed in for the one you are taking for the duplicates that you are taking out? That's the question that uh, um, I think when you build a deck, you have to ask yourself. Like, okay. I am taking out all of these duplicates. What I'm trying to target into this matchup, and so on. Well, this looks like a lot of fun and looks great in that, you know, Diamond 5 to Legend sort of area where everyone's just jamming all the aggro. It's probably mm -hmm. the best place to use it. I'll give it a try. I'll keep trying it, and and may swap a, a card in and out, and we'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, keep yeah. us busted. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm convinced. I, I really want to make it work. I mean, it, it's super fun. So I'll uh, I will report back. All right. So um, if if that's it, I do have a a random, unrelated advice uh, question to add Ooh. here. 
Uh, well, okay, insert, but insert buffer. Wait, hold hold on one second. Before we do that, I, let me give a big a big shout out and a big thank you to to Robot Killer for coming on the show tonight. It was kind of last minute, and I'm really excited that you had the time thank and you. you were able to. It's really great talking to you, and I appreciate hearing all of your thoughts on the deck and figuring out um, kind of how how to play it better and what you know how the matchups work, what cards you would swap out, and that sort of thing. And and uh, had a great time. So so thank you so much for coming on and. Um, before we, we sort of wrap up the show, I wanted to see if you had any, any shout outs that you wanted to give or, or any, if you wanted to sh- share any social media or anything like that. Um, so people could, could, uh, interact with you. This would be a good time I, to do that. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't, I'm not very active, honestly, it just, I play Gaston, but I don't post very frequently this month. I was just having a little bit more fun and. It was a special occasion, uh, but yeah, I think uh, uh, feel free to follow me. Maybe I'll try to post more frequently, especially if there is anything that works very well or I found anything interesting. And other than that, uh, I'll see you in the game. Is that uh, very cool? At, at robot killer underscore hs. Yeah, is that? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, and all right, all right. You you said you had unrelated advice. It's related, but it's unrelated advice. Um, <laughs> I, I, I am petition. I'm petitioning for this episode to be called "There Will Be Blood," uh, <laughs> and so I want to know what is the best way that yeah. uh, you guys think there is to order a milkshake. Favorite milkshake? Go. Oh gosh! I drink it uh, top. All right, all right, all right. Uh, the favorite favorite milkshake is from uh, Ruby's. <laughs> it's the the chocolate and cherry chocolate with the black cherry. Uh, from from Ruby's. There you go. That's that's mine. But the way that sheep. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I order my milkshake. It brings all the boys to the yard. There you go. <laughs> oh. And now that's in my head. Yep. Unlucky. <laughs> oh. With sheep there, dancing. Anyway, Hydra, how do you order your milkshakes? I'm a horrible person to ask for this. I can't. Re- I probably haven't ordered a milkshake since I was like 13. Um, if you were 13, how would you order a milkshake? <laughs> Mom, order me a milkshake. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm. I'm really boring. I really like a vanilla milkshake. Like I'll take a milkshake over ice cream, and maybe that's blasphemy, but I. I, I I'll mm. also do. Um, there's a really nice place that we drive to that's not too far from us. That's like a farm on a hill. And when I mean by hill, I mean it's like like almost like the side of a mountain range where you're looking down on this great valley. So you have this awesome yeah. view. And they make different kinds of ice cream at home, you know, it, 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 on the facility. And so, like, they'll make one that's more of like a fudge vanilla, like hybrid, or they make one that's more like chocolate fudge with uh with like chocolate chips in it but like i think like like just a general just like vanilla milkshake would be um if if that was the only quote-unquote ice cream i got to have i'd be okay with that robot killer do you have a favorite milkshake uh actually i was uh right now i just ordered myself some bubble tea um but going into the milkshake thing uh, 
I will add, uh, uh, in honor of this triple blood, I will put something red into it. So probably I will put some either strawberries or anything fruity, maybe some pomegranate or something like red, because you want to honor uh, and scooby it to your uh, triple blood legend here, right? <laughs> so you, you want to you put something red in that. I do have you a bottle not. of uh, grenadine. I can make it anything red. Hey, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. The, there will be blood. Wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to be Wild. <laughs> Born to be Wild.